My name is Josh Snyder, and you're listening to Thoughtful Discussions, and I'm here with... Frankie Oi. And I'm also here with... Brittany Seip. As my co-host, and uh, appreciate you being here, and you as well, Frankie. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for um, having me. They, it, was, it was random, like, we started seeing you on TikTok, and, uh, and I know that's like, like that, yeah. it's crazy how that stuff can just like blow up and do, how, like how long have you been on TikTok for? Like, Bef- before that? Yeah. Uh, I've been on it for like, I posted probably like four videos before that, which is like yeah. shots of the city, yeah. that, but I would never really go on it. And then, like, and then I, uh, I had probably had like 50 followers. Yeah. And then I started posting the videos of like the hundred dollar yeah. budgeting thing. Yeah. And that, that blew up. So there's so many different dynamics of that. Like people like, you know, budgeting or like, like, a you know, there, there's that aspect there's um like you know being in new york, in new york city like being a comedian being like there's there's just so many like, like in a 20 80 second clip of like everything that you cover like there's so many different <laughs> like triggers in people's heads that are like yeah that, like it's freaking all, all, congratulations man Dude. It, it, like if i don't know what kind of like success or popularity or anything that is to like follow that but whatever happens like it's it's all gonna be positive yeah yeah it has been so far dude. thank yeah. you there's been a couple of guys uh my friend was just telling me he was like this guy is impossible to live off a hundred dollars in new york it's a fraud this guy's yeah. a fraud right right <laughs> and I, I think it's when i'm like dude, I literally record my whole day you know yeah. and then like i interact with people it's not like i'm just in my room being like you know like uh i spent i spent three bucks today and that's it you know like yeah. i i show but I, i've been telling the media this this too but like they, they never posted it like i told nbc abc and like new york yeah. post I realistically did it for two weeks. So it's possible for anybody to do it, I feel like, for two yeah. weeks. And then I feel like after that, it was mostly entertainment. So yeah. I, was, I was trading, like, oranges, you know, <laughs> to people. Yeah, you know? she remembers it. Yeah, I gave, like, I gave a friend an orange. He gave me a chopped cheese, you know. Yeah. So, like, that was, I think a lot of that was just, like, funny and for entertainment. Yeah. But before that, the first two weeks, like, that was real. I was really, like, I was really yeah. broke. <laughs> <laughs> it's just reality for me. Yeah. But I thought, like, you were working at the same time. Like, you would do do the stand-up, and you're like, oh, I'm going to go into the shift. But, like, yeah. you didn't really elaborate on that. But now you're, that you're back home, it's like you're driving a truck. You're, like, yeah, doing, yeah. doing other, like, um, like, what are some of the other things that you're doing that, like, make up your, your day? Like My day here? Um, just in general. Like, whether you were in New York or... or yeah, well, like, in, in New York, it's a lot of waiting. Like, that's a lot of... Like open mics, you know, like mm-hmm. sometimes I'm like tenth on the list, so I'm just yeah. waiting for like an hour and a half to get on. Yeah, you know, but like that's why I like the the New York clips right, filming in New York better because like on my way to mics, I'll just film like a skyscraper, I'll film like hopping the turnstile, just anything, yeah, you know. Yeah. But over here, I'm driving to an open mic, so right. I'm like, all right, I'll it's just less entertaining. Yeah, so I'll just like post the screenshot of the map of like the traffic, you know, yeah, I'm yeah. gonna do that. So, like that's why I like filming over there better. But over here. It is. It's also a lot of waiting because it's waiting in traffic to get there. It's very right. not very glamorous life. Yeah. How long have you been in New York? I've been in New York for a year. Okay. Yeah, those okay. videos started blowing up at my year anniversary, which is pretty nice. Did, awesome. Did comedy? Is that why you moved out there? Yeah, yeah. Okay. It's a huge reason I moved out to New York. So where is your van? Is it still there? Yeah, it's still there. I got. I got are my your friends just like moving it for like street cleaning and stuff. Nah, but they're looking at it though. Just <laughs> getting watching parking yeah. tickets. <laughs> No, there, there's no, there's no parking tickets. There's a, yeah. 
Well, I mean, if 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 anything changes, it's probably Toad. It's probably gone. Because <laughs> <laughs> the, the, uh, where I where I park at, there's like it's a very industrial area. Got so there's, so there's any no parking signs because a lot um, of like trucks park by there. Yeah. To which I'm not I'm not uh uh what's not not rare. What's it called? I'm not a stranger to. Gotcha. I'm not a stranger to because when I was living yeah. in the van out here in LA, I would like for work for truck driving, I would park in industrial areas too. Gotcha. So over there, my friends, they go and like, I tell them to turn it on. I'm like, dude, I'll buy you a coffee. Just go turn it on. <laughs> <laughs> See if it starts. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then, dude, the day before I left, um, the car in front of me was getting broken into. Got you. Yeah, so I, I, I went. I went like to, you witnessed it. Yeah. Like okay. I, I, here, hold it. Let me, let me rewind. Okay, yeah. Two, two weeks before that, a car, the cars behind me and the car in front of me, all the windows were smashed in. And then my, my van was intact. Yeah. So I was like, oh, I got to move. They're like, that's Frankie Hoy's van. Don't yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> or I think it's a windowless van, too. And like, I, I try to keep the front on purpose. I mean, yeah. the front dirty on purpose. Yeah, yeah. Or that's what I say, at least, you know? Yeah, right. <laughs> so, so it doesn't look appealing. You make it look attractive. Yeah, so it doesn't yeah. look appealing to anybody. <laughs> so I, I moved it to, like, to like uh, the block over. And then when I, I was sleeping there, a guy tried, like, opening the, the door in yeah. the middle of the night. And then I, I like, p- poked my head out. <laughs> and then he looked at me like like he was confused. <laughs> there was a guy in there, so then I turned it on. And I just flashed the lights at him, and I, I drove around the block a couple of times. Mm. Got you. So then the night before I I flew out here, uh, my flight was at nine a.m. and like I don't like to sleep, on uh, when I have like that's not even an early flight, but I have to mm. be out of the van like at six a.m. So mm. I'm too I'm just like really scared to uh, oversleep. So uh, I'm, I'm like I'm gonna just stay up all night. So like at one a.m. I went to the gym to shower and all that. Yeah. And I came back, and then on my way back to the van, it's probably two thirty a.m. And there was a a bird scooter parked behind my van, and I was like, oh, like like what what's happening? Yeah. And then I I kept walking. I saw like nothing was wrong with my van, but the car in front of me there was like glass on the floor, and there was a guy inside of the car just like like scrubbing through stuff, yeah. rummaging through stuff. And then he saw me see him, and I was like, ah, oh, dude, fuck this. So I just got in the van and I just like drove around the block. And yeah. then when I came back, he was gone. So I'm hoping like he saw that you know I wasn't trying to intervene or anything. So like. I, I don't know. In some weird way, I hope he's like, all right, he's cool. Yeah. You know, I'm not going to miss. his business. Yeah. Yeah. But my friend spare Alex. Him. Yeah, spare him. <laughs> but my friend Alex checked in on the van uh, like a week ago. <laughs> so. Gotcha. All right. I, so when do you plan it? You're going to go back to it. At some yeah, point? yeah. And then you want to be, you want to go back to New York and like stay in New York. Like, is there a determined, like, you you want to be there for another year, another six months? Like, no, is there, I, or I, you're I, just kind of yeah, play by your... I live there now. It's kind okay. of, yeah, kind of like you. Yeah. You know? I'm, okay. I, I want to become a New Yorker in 11 years from now. Mm. Amazing. You know? I, w- I want to live. <laughs> <laughs> I live in uh, New York now. I was originally, I was supposed to move out there for one year and, okay. then, and then drive back. That, that's what I told everybody. Yeah. You know, like my girlfriend, because like, my girlfriend lives out here still. Yeah. So I told, right. I told everybody that. I was like, I'm, but like in the back of my head, I was like, I'm, I'm going to stay. Yeah, you know, and gotcha. then uh, so do you got to convince her to come back with you. Yeah, she is. She's planning on moving out there in November. Oh, nice. Okay, this next coming up year. Got you. So, so you got. She's not gonna live in the van though. No, no. So you got to get a place. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna get an apartment. <laughs> unfortunately, like, a, like a, the uphill battle of Frankie getting an apartment. Yeah. In New York. <laughs> and I don't want to. Like, if it was up to me, I'd live in the van my whole life. Of you course. Know? <laughs> one bed, one bucket. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Because I, I mean, I'm, I'm doing I. Like, the whole reason that living in that wasn't, like, a huge difference for me was because I was a truck driver for six years. Gotcha. So, I lived in the truck. I basically slept in the truck for yeah. six years. Because, I mean, those have a cat. Like, if people don't know, you got your truck, and then you got your cab, and there's, like, a bed. Yeah, and exactly. You got fridge, and you got How all that stuff in How far would you go? In the truck? Yeah. I, uh, I only did over the road for one month. Okay. But, but then I, 
for four years, I don't know if it was four or three years, I drove from Riverside, California to Las Vegas mm. every day, which uh, sucked. Cause it, <laughs> <laughs> no shit. How yeah. many hours is that? Um, it's like five. Yeah, in a car. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> in the in a truck, like round trip, it'd be like thirteen or fifteen hour days. Oh, wow. Got you. And then uh, I had, I had the the day the night shift, so I would start mm. at four p.m. And I'll get off work like at 6 a.m. Mm. for like one and a half years. And then I asked I asked one of the guys, I was like, I see that there's a morning shift. I was like, can I take that one so I could get off work at 5 p.m. Yeah. So I could start doing stand-up. You know, this is like, ah, yeah, this is yeah. like five years ago. Got you. And then he, he was like, there is, but there's someone has seniority over you. Yeah. And I was like, oh, and I found the guy with seniority. And I, I was like, yeah. hey, man, like, are you going to take that morning shift? He was like, oh, I'm still thinking about it. And I was like, dude, you don't want that shift. You know, yeah. like, it's just traffic, you know. <laughs> and then I was like, driving at night is nice. He's going to see the stars. He was like, ah, you're right. And I he, like I like it more at night because yeah, no try. I don't have to yeah, deal with people. So, so like, that's that's what I told him. And he yeah. was he was like, yeah, all right. And then he and then uh, I went up. I was like, you want to just tell him that you know you don't want it. He's like, yeah. He goes like, yeah, you know what? I'm gonna stay with my regular shift. I was right behind yeah. him. And I was like, I'll, I'll take the morning one. Yeah, yeah. And then immediately, dude, I started doing stand up like that week. Got you. So, like, so have you always up. loved comedy? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I would stay up late watching um, Spanish comedians or with my mom. Oh, or, really? In Seinfeld, yeah. Yeah. I love that. But, yeah. Um, so what what would be like a few like a handful of comedians that like you grew up um, watching, even if they're not yeah. ones that I would recognize? Yeah. So uh, well, grew up watching with my mom. My mom loved. Uh, she's a Mexican comedic actor, Eugenio Derbez. Okay. His name. He does like he does some English movies now too. So you might have seen him. Got you. Uh, so so she would like keep me uh, stay up watching him. He does a lot of sketch stuff. Okay. So, like like I thought it was cool when it would be like on school nights. Yeah. You know she'll be like yo like let's stay up and watch. Yeah. You know this stuff. I was like this. So you know and then she's very funny and then my my dad's hilarious but when he tries to be funny he's one of the unfunniest people in the <laughs> Got world. Got you. <laughs> but like when he's not trying he's yeah. he's uh, hilarious. Like I mean, he doesn't even know that he's funny. Like, yeah. And I think those are the funniest people. Yeah. Like I was, I was talking, I was telling him a story, and then like he didn't get the point of it, and he was like, "Wait, what was that story again?" And so I restarted it, and then he just walked away. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, "Yo, <laughs> yes, you know." But like to him, he just didn't care anymore. He's like, "I would just do my own thing." Yeah. So, uh, so I guess my family, Henio that vest, Seinfeld was huge. I, I grew up. Yeah. I didn't grow up watching him because like it was over by the time. Yeah. I was born. But yeah, Seinfeld was huge. Uh, Chris D'Elia was. People don't like mentioning him anymore. But you know. I mean, I I grew up. I'm a fan, up, grew a up fan up. of earlier stuff. Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, so like, you know, I I was huge into him going into high school, and yeah, then, yeah but like those he are like changed. Goals. So like, I know that he developed like a different kind of. I don't know if it's like a genre, but like the way that he tells his comedy is different than what I had ever seen comedians do. Where yeah. it's like he has a story, very good storyteller. The thing might not be that funny, but like he's so animated. And like he laughs, like his laugh yeah. is so contagious, and he's just like laughing as he's telling his jokes, and like yeah. that's what makes it funny. He's very self-deprecating yeah. too. Exactly. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah, I see him. Him and Dane Cook, I think, are like two that's like similar. Yep. That I really like. We're like they're not really structured jokes, but they're just hilarious. Right. You know, which is which is why uh, I, I I always try to be say that I want to have like Chris D'Elia energy with like Seinfeld observations. Gotcha. And like, but I just want to feel like I'm like we're just hanging out. You know yeah. what I mean? When I'm on stage, that's what I want it to feel like. Yeah. And I feel like I'm starting to reach that point. But then in New York, a lot of people are like really good joke writers. Mm. And I'm just like, oh, like I'm not a joke writer. You know, <laughs> gotcha. I'm, I'm trying really hard to write jokes, but like a lot of it is energy too. And I think a lot of it is because I was influenced by these guys. Got it. They were just naturally funny. Gotta... Yeah. Well, I mean, it makes sense too, but like you, you got to have a, a different, like if, 
if everyone's just doing one thing, then like that's not going to be fun for the audience either. Yeah. So you got to have like that variety. I think is important. Um, we uh, we tried. We were in New York, and when we missed you there, we tried to hit up a comedy show, but we didn't. Yeah. We didn't plan it out at all. And it oh, was nice. Like, um, we're so at, we didn't end up uh, making it. Pussycat or something. Oh, the Fatback Pussycat. Yeah. 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 They, uh, we were like, oh, we were waiting on for like standby or something like yeah. that, and like the security guard was like, he basically just laughed in our face, and we were like, oh okay, and we walked away. <laughs> he's like, everyone here has tickets, and yeah. we're like, tickets are standby, and then it's like, he's like, no, nah, get out of here. Yeah. There's, there's not gonna be any standby tonight. Yeah. Like, oh uh, shit, yeah, yeah, a lot but, of them. Oh no, go ahead. No, I was like, you gotta buy tickets a lot in advance, but you you yeah. do get lucky sometimes at the comedy center on McDougal. Yeah, there's a standby line, but sometimes the standby line is okay super long gotcha well next time we'll definitely we'll <laughs> yeah. plan a little better but um so the way that it was structured it was like sometimes there were like five six seven eight like like there were a decent amount of comedians but it was like yeah. it seemed like the headliner was like going in the middle or like they'd go at like 10 11 o'clock at night and then there'd still be more after that right and new york city's different because like their their bars are open till what four o'clock right yeah it's a four a.m. so like that gives <laughs> I guess it gives more opportunity, but like, how many people are really there till till four? Like, yeah, yeah. I I'm, I don't know. I wasn't there. So, um, like, and you know what? I haven't in in New York. I think people will stay. Yeah, mostly because they you have to pay to leave, and they won't give you your check until the end. Mm. Oh. But over here at the comedy store, I think they'll give you like your bill in the middle. Like, I right after you order your second drink. Okay. So like, I, I always stay till the end because like at the end is always like. Like, you never know who's going to drop in and just try out new yeah. stuff. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, You know what I mean? So, like... That's one thing that we noticed, like, that there was just, like... Uh, it, it's so random, and it could be it could be literally yeah. anyone. Yeah. Like, that's just, like, holy crap, they're here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it, yeah, it's beautiful. Well, what club yeah. did you say you went? We just went... We just went to that one to start with. Oh, to Fabula? Uh, yeah. But which but one... We wanted... What's that? But which one did you like? Actually, like you said that you saw that like, the headliner went up in the middle. And... We were just looking at the set time. Oh, okay. All yeah. Right. No. Um, like a lot of these clubs were like, like this is like the professionals' version of open mics. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, yeah, like, yeah. and then they go on the road and then do like an hour because right here right. they get fifteen minute sets. Exactly. So like the the way I go to like a bar or like just like a random like place that does comedy, they have these like places that are like iconic because like. Comedians come here to work out their jokes. Mm-hmm. Right, they're about to do on Saturday Night Live or on a special or on the road, you know. So, so yeah, like a, a bigger name could drop just in the middle or like or just unexpectedly. Okay, or all the way at the end because they they depending on where where their act is at. If it's gotcha. like something like really new, and they want to okay. see if it's funny or not, maybe they'll go at the end. God, it's it. like to like a tired crowd. Yeah, mm-hmm. where where it's not like a crowd that knows them and is just gonna laugh because they know who they are. Got it. So sometimes they'll go at the end to a tired crowd that may may not know who he is. Interesting. Or she, you know, and then yeah. just like tell like you know like jokes monotone. Right. Like like I I, I heard uh, Chris Rock did this a lot. He he won't do like those his silly voices when he does new jokes. Yeah. He'll just like tell them very monotone just to see mm-hmm. like if the joke itself was funny. Got it. And then he'll slowly start animating it. Interesting. And then uh, Robin Williams, I heard he would like grow his beard out. Yeah. And then do his jokes like that. And then before he would go on the road, he'll shave. Mm. You know, so he'll be like, you can see his facial expressions more. Oh, okay. Got you. Yeah. So it's a whole nother level to like study. The, yeah. You know, that comedy as like a. Um, it's like a practice. social experiment. Yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. 100%. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. You know, that's funny. I tried studying sociology in college. Oh, really? Yeah. I don't know it was a thing. Oh. And then somebody was like, sociology seems like yeah. it could be your thing. Mm-hmm. And then I applied for it, and they were like, you got to take three math classes first. <laughs> and I was like, oh, we'll just go truck drive. <laughs> <laughs> what, 
what You're like um, I could be funny on my own. I don't <laughs> this. What was your first like stand up experience like? Like open uh, mic. My my first very first one was uh, at a high school talent show. Okay. Uh, I, w- <laughs> I thought it went well. Yeah. <laughs> were you t- like what? Like were you telling like knock knock jokes? Like, no, <laughs> no, just what I'm doing right now, but very like unexperienced. Okay. Very nerve, very nervous. I felt confident, but I looked at the video and I was very nervous. Yeah. Yeah. But the the process to get on a talent show was was very uncomfortable. You know, I I had to audition. Mm-hmm. So the audition was for two girls that were coordinating it. Got you. So people would go and they like dance or sing or play guitar. And like, and this guy thinks he's funny, you know. Like, so like, I got audition. So then I went up to some premises. I think I saw the premise about um, how funny a, a face looks before it sneezes. And like, but then like you'll make the face and then you don't sneeze. How that's weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, that was, I, was, I, was, I was 17. Mm-hmm. So I yeah. saw that. And they're like, yeah, like, we think that's funny. Mm-hmm. So then they threw, they're like, all right, yeah, you could do the talent show. And the day up, it was 500 people. It was like sold out. And then I went up yeah. and I was, I was supposed to, like, I don't know, you had to do, like, there was a time limit. Yeah. So I was up there for 12 minutes. I probably told one joke, you know. Got you. <laughs> but, like, in my head, I was like, I'm doing great. But I think they were just laughing at how nervous I was. Got you. Because I, I, I watched, I just, like, a year ago, I painfully watched the video. Yeah. And I was like, oh, dude, like, I can't believe I thought this right. was good, you know. So, like, that was my first one. And then I went to uh, Aces Comedy Club in Temecula. Mm. And then I told him, I was like, I'm a comedian. Can I do, do a show? And, like, the guy, I actually just, I think I just met the guy recently. He's a, he's a comedian. Yeah. And then, but I, I told the guy, like, you know, I'm a comedian. And he was like, oh, well, he had to come to the open mics first. Yeah. And then, you know, he taught me everything. I was like, all right. Okay. He was like, the open mics are on Monday if you want to come. So then I, I came back on on Monday. And then he was like, well, the open mic's over. But there's a show if you want to go watch. Like, no audience members really came. Yeah, and I went to go watch, and it was uh, Screech from Saved by the Bell. Okay, mm-hmm. and he was up there just bombing for like, yeah, you know, just doing terrible. There was like three people, and then that was my introduction to live comedy. Gotcha. And I was like, oh, I was like, this is Stan. I was like, this sucks. Yeah. You know. <laughs> so it's like, like he, it was such a bad. You know, I guess he's he's passed away now. So God bless his soul. Yeah. But he either so bad that night that it like, uh, scared me away. Gotcha. From doing stand up until I was uh, twenty two. Okay. So 18, was it three years? Yeah. So I just didn't even try it for three God. years, and then I started doing stand up. I went to a bar. I bombed terribly. Yeah. But I was like, this, this is what I want to do, and then just kept going. And I'm terrified of public, public speaking. So <laughs> like hearing you about like the, the talent show, like, I it makes perfect sense to me because that's exactly the same like reaction I would have had if I was yeah. like up there on stage and I'm like, thought I had something funny to say and like I don't know how I'm doing. Yeah. Um. But, like. I'm glad you stuck with it and like continued to progress. Yeah, really me, cool. me too, man. Like uh, at that time, I didn't know writing a joke was a thing. I, I thought comedians just went up and were naturally funny. Yeah, you know, and like, and my girlfriend just learned this like two years ago, and like, like, like she thought that you know, same thing as me. Yeah. So she would go watch me at some open mics, and then she thought, you know, I was like, oh, he's starting out, he's just doing the same jokes over and over again. Yeah. And I was like, I was like, no, like I'm writing them, you know, I'm trying <laughs> yeah. to figure out how to make them funny. Yeah. But like now, I like I I find that my riff I riff like go off the script I guess mm. it's sometimes funnier than my actual jokes which pisses right. me off because I'm like oh, I, wrote, I worked harder on these jokes <laughs> yeah and then like, I'm just riffing and they're getting bigger laughs which... but you got I mean you got to play it I can see both sides of it for yeah, sure yeah for no sure. me too it's it's like, it, it's a feed off the crowd and, and yeah, see where yeah. it goes and... that's what's way funner to me too like yeah. also to do but like like if I want to like drop like a special or something you know and yeah. I'll be like well let me I, I want to have a list of jokes to do, you know, right? Like an hour long or forty-five yeah. minutes, absolutely. Jokes, and not just go up there and rely on an incident to happen for me to be funny off the incident. You know what I mean? Right. 
and some of those people are so good. I mean, even you mentioned like Chris D'Elia, like, um, but I mean, any of these comedians that I've been, you know, you see their specials and they do crowd work and like not heckling, but like, you know, ask a couple questions and they just feed off of that. Yeah. And go yeah. For an hour. Going off topics. Like, yeah. And, and so I think that that is, that's definitely a skill that like you, as you develop, it, it's, um, amazing to just yeah keep that going there, there there's some mics too too like like they're like they're called improv mics so okay. you just go up and they'll pick like a topic off of a hat yeah we went to a, like an improv mm-hmm. oh nice um, kind of mm-hmm. nice that was something in pittsburgh um, oh there's a like a comedy theater out there so oh nice it's like all like local community so it was yeah it was an improv show and it was funny because at the end um an engagement happened. It was like real, but nobody knew because it was all improvisation. And she was just like, Alexa, will you marry me? And we're like, oh, this must be part of the show. Oh. And then like the girl on stage started crying and we were like, oh, this is like actually happening in real life. Oh my God. <laughs> like, we just proposed her. Um, but that was just One really of the guys funny. on stage was like, oh, this is real. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's, that, that's, um, I, I heard this story this guy. I don't know if you guys seen the video. He had a heart attack on stage, but he would do a lot yeah. of physical stuff. No, so he had a heart attack on stage and died, and everybody thought it was part of the act. So oh, everybody was like dying laughing. Oh my god! It's so <laughs> oh no! Sad. Yeah, it's I think it's on YouTube. I got uh-huh. you. Yeah. <laughs> well, speaking of YouTube, so <laughs> weird segue. Um, where can people find your your uh, stuff? Like, if they want to watch your stand up. Yeah, um, I have I have my stuff on my Instagram mostly. Okay. You know? I I use I started using TikTok for. To post like daily, like the yeah. vlogs, because like I feel like dude, I'm not gonna annoy like my high school friends posting every day on Instagram. <laughs> yeah. So, I just, but um, my stand-up stuff, I post it mostly on Instagram and on YouTube. Okay. Clips on there. Got you. I like keeping different things separate. Like I do that. I do the same, a similar thing with, um, like the three Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and they'll all be like different things. So if you, if you really want to follow me, and you'll you'll see all the things. Right. With you. Right. Like if you just want to see my photos, you'll be in one spot. And yeah, see yeah. My videos will be one thing. So, um, it's good to have them separate. I notice on TikTok, like people do a thing and then they're like they get liked for that thing, and then right. if you try to like veer off from it, like it's better just to start a new channel. Like yeah, like, yeah. Like people want to just see that. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was I was scared of that too. Like being known as like the hundred dollar guy because I'm yeah. like I've been doing stand up for five years. Like yeah. it's gonna be like the the hill I die on. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so now like the videos I've been doing recently, like I try to like surround them like around stand up too. Right. So when I do post a stand up clip, it's not gonna be oh he does stand up too. Right. You know like, like my my weekly goals will be like you know try to get on stage ten times this week or try to you know or do like a po- uh, sketch, yeah. whatever. So then I post that. So then when I do post it, people are like oh there he's doing the thing. Love it. And then on YouTube I do like the longer fl- form vlogs where I'll film myself like driving to a open mic or like driving to a show. Yeah. And right there, like, I'll post a clip of me, like, getting heckled or me, like, you know, just, <laughs> yeah. or just riffing or something. Got you. Know? And I yeah. fe- it feels, like, more real. Yeah. And you can see, because, like, stand-up isn't glamorous at all. Right. <laughs> it's at bars or at fucking, you know, outdoors somewhere, some parking lot. Mm-hmm. It's part of it. I mean, if someone's interested and that's, you know, kind of like you had a you had a guide that kind of showed you the ropes. Yeah. And I feel like there's so much of that information out there if you want to find it now, like, on social media and whatnot. So yeah. I think that there could be value in that for sure. Yeah, yeah. Do people yeah. recognize you? Yeah, it's, it's. Is it's, it more in New York or like even out here? In New York, people stare at me. Oh more. really? Yeah. Like, I know you from somewhere. Yeah, like yeah. on the train, like people like stare at me and then they walk by and like, oh, I love your videos or whatever. Oh but, okay. But um, out here, I I think I think it's an algorithm thing too, like because yeah. like I'm I'm out here, so now like people are seeing my videos from. 
California, like, oh, you're from the Inland Empire or you're from Paris. Or, yeah. When I'm in New York, it's people mostly from New York or from the East Coast see my videos. But so over here, I think it's funny because I went to the fair with my, my girlfriend and like a guy walked up to me and he was, <laughs> he was like, hey, he's like, is this you? Yeah. And it was like a picture. It was like my, my, my TikTok. And yeah, I was like, yeah. oh yeah, I was like, that's me. <laughs> and like, he didn't know what to say. Gotcha. So then I, I was like, I was like, oh, what's your name? And I introduced myself. He yeah. was like, and then he was like, thank you. And then he walked away. <laughs> <laughs> See, I know like people can be so much more awkward and I hear yeah. like older not just comedians, but anyone that's like a, in a public figure, you know, they say like, you know, what are what's with these people? They want they'd rather have like a picture to post on their social media than like right. have a conversation with me. Like, yeah, like yeah. it's it's weird. Um, there's this weird like aspect to it, but I think that there's um, there's definitely like a weird shift, and I I feel like it's just not done developing yet. Like, yeah, it'll it'll come full circle. It's just like you know in a in like a mid right. Know, yeah, yeah, like, I. Yeah, and I'm still very new to it too. Yeah, like, uh, but good on you for like, not just like, all right, you're being weird, get away from. Yeah, me, you know? no, like, well, no, because I'm I'm still excited about it. Yeah, I mean, I, you well, know, absolutely. I don't I don't think I'm gonna get over it. Right. Um, because it, stay it, humble. Eventually, it's what I wanted. You know what I mean? Like, it's like I'm yeah. not gonna work for like you know get. Rec- I mean, I guess I just wanted to be funny. Yeah. But like, I mean, I mean, I'd be lying if I was like I want to be funny and I don't want anybody to know about it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> only funny like you know people like. You know, to recognize me. So, like, that happens. So, I'm excited when it happens. But yeah. I'm, I, I'm still trying to figure out how to act. Yeah. Because, like, the guy seemed nervous. So, then, and then I got nervous. Yeah. And I, I was like, why are you nervous? I was like, I'm like, I'm me. <laughs> you know what I mean? nervous, too. <laughs> yeah. And then I just, and then I said, just shook his hand. And then he left. Um, But the, another one has been happening where, like, after shows, people will be like, it's like, oh, I've seen you on my feed. And I'm yeah. like, oh, cool. And then they're just like, Meh. And just walk away. Yeah. So just people that know who I am, but like they don't really like follow. They're like, ah, I would recognize you from a thing. Got you. So they, they, you were ha- there was one video where you were like being heckled, and they're like, "This is the guy with the hundred dollars," or like uh, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yes, yes. Some girl was like, "Oh, that's you." Yeah. And I was like, "Oh, like, yeah, it's me." And then I was like, "Oh, I'm being recognized," you know. Heck and then, yeah. And then I and then I just went into the a joke about ah, dude. He, here's here's what's what I find difficult about stand up sometimes. Yeah, I wrote a joke about the New York Post. They did like a standard article on me, and then they did like a nice one about me. Okay. And then I wrote a joke about it. It starts off like a month ago. I, I went viral doing this and that. And then I I finally figured out the joke. I was like, cool. And then now it's been like two months since that has happened. Yeah. And I'm like, ah, oh, now I don't want to do this joke that's completely irrelevant, but like I yeah. like it. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So so and then I'm like, oh, I think I'm gonna just post it. And then I'm like, yeah, if I post it, it's gonna seem like, oh, he's just trying to get us to remember when he did that thing. So I think it's just going to be people a people still are, like, talking about the pandemic. Like, oh, yeah. I mean, I know it's still happening, but, like, even current stand-ups, like, they start out talking about, like, COVID. Right, so, right. So, like, I mean, I think it's all relevant. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. It's just this joke that I... And then I feel like it only works in New York, too, because, mm. like, that's where it got, like, the, the big... Uh, like, like, it's worked slightly better over there than over here. Like, over here, sometimes it'll just bomb. Yeah. People are like, what's the New York Post? You know, like... <laughs> yeah. And, like, when I first started working it out, because I'm very, like, anxious and, like, subconscious. So when I was, work- when I was like, working it out, I was like, oh, people are going to think that I'm just trying to brag. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, like, so it was a very hard joke to, like, figure, like, navigate around, like, the the initial part of saying, just saying, telling people that I went viral or, right. you know, I was in the news. Because especially when you're telling that joke to comedians at open mics, so like, I'm this fucking guy. Yeah. You know, he's just trying to flex on us. Gotcha. So I finally got over all that. And then, like, two months later, I was like, ah, I can't do anything with this joke. Yeah. But I, I think I'll, I'll post it eventually. Gotcha. What does your girlfriend think about all of this? Um, She, I think she was as anxious as I was in the beginning. Oh, too. yeah. Yeah. I, no, at, f- at first she was excited and I was anxious. Mm-hmm. And then it was the opposite. Now I'm excited and she's anxious. Uh. You know? Yeah. 
Cause like like last night, uh, I was I stayed up like really late editing. And she was like, "Why don't you just edit during the day?" And I was like, "Cause I'm still doing stuff during the day." <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> you know, but she she's very supportive. Like she she's the one that makes all the merch and stuff. Oh, nice. Yeah, and then she's the one that encouraged me to get to buy the van. Cause I mentioned it to her, kind of like not really knowing if I was gonna do it or not. She was like, "I think yeah. you should do it." Mm-hmm. So like she's she's been like a very strong foundation of gotcha. a lot of things that I've done. It's amazing. That's uh, a, a, we have a great partnership between. Uh, Brittany and I, and um, I brought her on to my small business. Um, I've been in business like eight years. And, nice. Um, been doing this podcast for five years, and it's been a way to like highlight other like businesses and artists and, and entrepreneurs nice. that I've been working with, and um, and then it's kind of just snowballed into something that I do and put out, and it's it's fun. Uh, but the printing business that we have is, um, you know, she's been. She's definitely been in my corner more than, right? You know, yeah, probably majority. Of it. I think that's key too. Absolutely, you know? like really, because uh, I don't think I'd be able to do it if I wasn't like like she set up the the Shopify and like the print for them. She set all that up. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, like because <clears throat> to the point where I was like calling her like, and I felt bad because I, I, I was like, I was like, there's a problem with there's a problem with that, and then I was yeah. like, this is my, you know, like why yeah. am I calling her like like <laughs> nagging her about this? this is my shit, right? You know, but like she's happy with it and. That's good, and I think I think also it helps that I'm not single. So like after like mics or shows, I'm not out trying to like get right. late or anything, you know? Uh, yeah, yeah. Because like you know, like, I'm I'm I gotta go home and like talk to her or like you know like or edit, you know? So yeah. sometimes yeah. I'll be on the phone with her while I edit. Yeah. So it's it's very she's it's been very very helpful like like the, the tangible stuff and the intangible stuff. Where, right. Like I'm like more focused, less distracted. Yeah, exactly. And, and she she's able to help you with that. I think that that's good. And and her doing whether it's merch or. You know, that might develop. She still as feels good. like connected to you. Part of it. By yeah. having a long distance relationship, too. Yeah, yeah. We talk every night. She, you know, like we talk on the phone. We don't, yeah. we rarely text. And then she's, she's setting up, she's setting up like road work for me, too, for yeah. next year. So, like that, she's very organized. Oh, nice. So, we're already like looking at like what shows to do, like on the, on the East Coast, but like on the road. Okay. So, like, we're very, you know, she like sets, like, she's a Virgo. She's a, a Aries. Oh, okay. Aries, yeah. So. <laughs> Almost, right? I don't know. <laughs> I'm a Virgo. We're like very like anal about stuff. Yeah, so yeah, that's and that's that's very good for me because I'm not. Yeah. You know, I'm very scattered, so I'm just throwing ideas. Same. Yeah, I'm just throwing ideas at her. She's like, she just makes it into a list. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, good, perfect. Love it. Have yeah. you been getting? Um, do you get a lot of messages like for people that like want to meet you or like do podcasts like this? Yeah, yeah, too. and then I'm I'm starting to see that I'm, I'm people's introduction to to stand up. Yeah. So people are like, um, <laughs> they're, they're like, hey, like I'm going to New York. What open mics can I go to? And I'm like, no, you don't want to go to an open mic. You want to go to a show. Like if you're trying to watch, you want to go to the comedy. So mm-hmm. you're, open mics is what starting out comedians do. You know what yeah. I mean? And so, but that's something. I mean, I think there are people that want to see that. To see open see, mics? Like people that no one's seen yet, you know? Hmm, yeah. Well, I mean, there, there's also shows for guys at my level too. Yeah. You know, so there's the professionals and there's guys like me who are still doing open mics and shows. Yeah, and there's guys who are just starting and who are only doing open mics. Got you. So um, recently, this uh, two people hit me up in Riverside to like to go see me at a show, and I was like, oh, I have one in Yucaipa this this night, whatever. Yeah. But that night, I was doing one in Riverside at a bar called Worthington's that I I really like. I really like that bar, and there's always an audience there. So, but yeah. I told him I was like, but if you want, I'm like, it's not a show, um, but I'm gonna be here at this open mic if you want to come. Yeah. And they're like, all right. But and they're like, well, would you, would you be going up like around nine? And I was like, what's a bucket list? So so they pull out my name randomly. Oh yeah. So I yeah. could go up early. I could go up all the way at the end. Yeah. Whatever. And uh, they were like, all right, that's fine. 
And then they go to the open mic. Sure enough, I go up like fucking like second to last. Gotcha. <laughs> the only people left in the audience were these people that don't know each other. Mm. That they they're just there to see me. Uh-huh. And like like luckily I. I, I made the best out of it, you know? Yeah. And I was talking to them afterwards, and they were like, well, I'm surprised they put you up so late in the mic. And right. I was like, it's not a show, you know? Yeah. <laughs> it's an open mic. Because like, there was so many like comedians that were just starting out who are not that great at going for shock value. Right. That went up before me making it making it a classic open mic. You know, just people yeah. saying horrendous things that aren't funny yet. So these people that came out to see me through comedy saw all of this before me. Gotcha. So I felt bad. I felt like I had to apologize. I was like, I'm so sorry. You know? like, <laughs> And then I, go, I was like, I'm doing a show here. I'm sending you flyers so you can come over here. Nice. But now I feel like they hate me. <laughs> You'd be surprised. Hopefully, you know, you, you did your best. That's, all that, that's yeah. all that matters. So, but how did you, like, whenever Josh reached out to you, because when we went to New York, you were like, it didn't work out because I think you were here already in California. Oh, no, I was I was coming out here. Oh, okay. Yeah. And then Josh was like, well, actually, we'll be out there, too. Like, <laughs> did, like did you at all think, like, is this kind of like a psychopath, like, following me? No, uh, no, no! I did my research. I did my. Yeah, yeah. I thought you had some like business and all the, the, okay. the, pod, the your podcast. Yeah, nice. yeah. This one, and so I was like, "All right, cool." You know, you don't seem like a crazy person. Yeah. Thank you for sure. Because <laughs> didn't you drive like two hours to get here? Yeah, but like, what if you were like, what if this dude like stands me up? Like, it's like gonna be four hours out of my day round trip. Right? No, because I mean, I, I there's like some of my second move right here too. Oh, okay. And then also, I did another I did another podcast like three miles away. Oh, nice. Before, which I was very nervous about because it was my friend's podcast and he was like, um, when can you do it? And I don't know my schedule as a truck driver, so it's very hard for me to schedule things out here. Got you. So I told him, I was like, I'm not working on Tuesday, but I'm doing a thing at 3, so you can do it at 1 p.m. or at 5 p.m. Mm. Got and, you. And he, he was like, all right, let's do it at 1. And then I got even more nervous because I'm like, fuck, like, now I don't want to stand you up Yeah, yeah. if that one goes long. <laughs> no, that was perfect. Yeah, so then, and then like, like, it was like three miles away from here. Oh, okay. So it worked out perfectly. So with truck driving, can you just pick up shifts? No, it's it's my dad's truck. Oh. Yeah, okay. so my dad owns uh two trucks. One of them's own like his friend drives the other one. Mm-hmm. And then uh he he basically set up like the business from when I was a little kid for for me to run oh, it. When yeah. I, you know, very immigrant thing to do. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. So it broke my heart when I left to New York and I, I had to tell him. But whenever I come like he'll take like a little vacation mm-hmm. and then I'll I'll drive when I'm here and make some make some extra cash. <laughs> yeah. Get it. Man. Yeah, and then I go back to New York with uh you know, like three grand maybe. That'll yeah. last me like four months. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think of the, do you like the East Coast? Uh, I love it. Yeah. yeah. But I think it's the classic thing where like people from the East love the West. People sure. from the West love the East. Yeah. Because this is the first time I saw snow. Yeah. It was in New York. Oh that, my you gosh, know. yeah. You know? No, well, the first time I saw snow was in sixth grade. It yeah. snowed a little bit and I, I was so excited I almost threw up. Oh. <laughs> like I gagged. Because <laughs> um, I think... I always say, like, I read this in an article, but really I watched a TikTok about it. <laughs> but, um, like, it was like saying that people on the West Coast are nice but not kind, but people on the East Coast mm-hmm. are kind but not nice. Right, do right. Do you understand, like, what that means? I fully understand do you that feel, now. Do, like, do, you, do you feel that, like, having experience on both sides? Um, I, I feel it more in, in show business mm. than I do, like, in, like, in Blue Collar. In Blue Collar okay. World, it, everyone's the same. Okay. You know, like, yeah. they, they haven't heard what's happening outside of like the factory job or the truck job or whatever they're working at but like in show business that's for sure what's happening yeah. mm. like um like i was just talking about it. blowing up in new york like the, my videos was like nice because it was just my friends whatever yeah blowing up over here is just like people like just trying to be like trying to talk to you because of that you know right. like people okay. who, who hey, how did you do that like 
they, yeah. they're being a, like a self, yeah, like or like, jealous or, like, or self Or like, could you put me in a video? Or like, yeah. you know, this and that. People that aren't even friends. Yeah. But over, over there, it was just like, you know, it was just naturally the way it happened. Like, I got yeah. some I got some friends out there who, who like, we became friends and then later I found out they were famous, you know, or like, or viral. And I was like, oh, shit, that's crazy. But over here, people will find out if you're famous first before they become your friend. Right. Wow. You know what I mean? So like, but, a, a very similar experience on, yeah. on my end, which is why there's one of the things like in the the short version that I, I tell people is like people are like, oh, why would you move from, you know, Orange County to Pittsburgh? Like people from Pittsburgh don't get it. People from here are like, why would you ever leave here? Yeah. And it's like, well, the like a major thing is like, well, I have family out there, but like the people, like the people are different. Like, um, like out here, it's just like everyone's just trying to like step on each other to get right know, to the top, and like you stab each other on the back, and <laughs> it's like um, people clap for that. Like, and <laughs> yeah. like out there, it's like you know you you work hard and you do well and you you get you know you some sweat equity. And yeah, are, yeah, that's what people are clapping for, and it's like well, that what a different change of scenery. Like, that yeah, you work hard for something, you you achieve something, and then. That's what people are proud of. Like, why wouldn't why wouldn't people be proud of that out here? Right, right. And I, also, I I think a big part of it too is the uh, the move, too. Right. You know what I mean? Like, cause I I've lived here my entire life in California, and then I was always like, all right, we'll work, and then Mike's maybe, and I yeah. work maybe. Like, if I can schedule a show in New York, like I went out there to do that. Right. So like my it's and a like extra gigs were kind of just secondary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Like, you know, like, like over there, like, uh, money, like earning money, like I can say is a hobby. You know what I mean? Like, like right. going, going to work would be the hobby and then doing the mics and writing a new joke and doing sketches. That's the job. Like that, that's what takes up the majority of my mind. But Amazing. Then, yeah. And, and then I'll go, <laughs> I'll go do like a catering job for like 30 bucks or whatever, you know? Right. And like, I imagine gig work in New York city, especially now with like different like gig apps and yeah. stuff where you're just like, ah, oh, I could do work. And then like, there's so many different ways to like pick up. Just like random shifts and work for someone once. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Um, and then and then get, and getting off work and just taking a train to like a mic or a show. Yeah. Is way quicker over here. It'll take forever. You know. And then like Correct. like that. What you said is is very true. Like I I could just work for this guy once. Yeah. Like, over here, I work for my dad. Yeah. You know. Right, I, right. I can't. I can only blow him off so many times. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, I understand that. Do you have any like real New York stories yet? Like. I fell asleep on the train and I woke up in Yonkers. I don't know. Yeah, well, I got robbed. Oh, I got <laughs> no fun. Yeah, um, well, I, I, mean, I got a whole joke out of it too, but um, so very, very much fun. <laughs> like, like the thing about stand-up, you gotta turn it into something good. Yeah, when something bad happens to you, you're yeah. like, ah, oh, this sucks for like two seconds, and you're like, oh, maybe this is a joke. Yeah. You know? But I, yeah, I got, I, I fell asleep on the train, mm-hmm. and then uh, I slept one stop past my stop. Mm-hmm. So like, like, luckily, you know, you hear stories, people wake up and like. Like super far, like north the Bronx or whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I only woke up like one stop past it. And I was like, oh, and then I got off, and then the one the train going back to like my stop was twenty minutes away, and I was like, I could just walk and get there like in fifteen or ten minutes, and I was like, maybe it'll wake me up. So then it was like three in the morning, and I was walking, and then I heard like two guys whistle at me, and I was like, oh yeah. boy, and so I started walking fast, and they just turned and run up. This guy, guy got in front of me. I got behind me. Pulled out a knife. Asked me Aww. for like they asked me for like twenty bucks though. So yeah. I, Twenty bucks. Yeah. I don't have it either. <laughs> Just watch my TikTok. Yeah. <laughs> yeah well, this is before that, which 
<laughs> but yeah, this is what happened during the whole TikTok stuff. Like, oh, these guys hate me because of my videos, you know? Yeah. But no, it happened but way before that, and I gave them like 15 bucks, and gotcha. they were happy with it. Yeah. Which I think it was the best case scenario, you know, because I kept my phone, my wallet, I okay. kept everything. Yeah. But like, I don't want to do the joke here, but you know, I, yeah. I, I got a whole, like, a three minute long story. What, find, find it on YouTube. Yeah. yeah. Or live. Yeah, okay. Live yeah, yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah, I'll probably put it on YouTube. Maybe a year from now. Cause I'm, okay. I'm very. Not, I'm not that prolific yet. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like I write a joke well, and I post it. <laughs> we'll we'll keep people on the edge of their seats. <laughs> Maybe when you get so big, like Frankie Hoy's, because like everyone loves like your hobo coffee or whatever. Oh yeah. You could be like Airbnb my van. Like oh <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, that's a good idea. That's a good idea. <laughs> Frankie Hoy experience. Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Then I, you, you know, give me five hundred dollars. You have to live off a hundred. <laughs> you know, you know, you know what I, you know, what I was thinking of doing. You know, the the liquid IV packets. Yeah, yeah. I was thinking of like reaching out. Not right now. Maybe like a couple years from now, like reaching out to like a, a coffee company and yeah. try to do like Frankie Sobo coffee, yeah. but, but make it taste good. You, you know, <laughs> and then have it be like instant coffee. You could just pour in your water bottle or wherever. Yeah. And then I, I don't know because I, it'll be for people that drink black coffee only. Cause okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Because I, I don't know. I don't. Um. I don't care for the taste of coffee. I just I just like the. The effect of it. Correct. Of the caffeine. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, I don't like black coffee. I like the effect. Um, it has to be like a hot chocolate for me. <laughs> but she, she'll she do it. Yeah. She, you she like black coffee? Food. I'll drink black sometimes. Yeah. 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 Black coffee is good. My my <laughs> coffee intake has gone through the roofs because I stopped drinking in ho- like around Halloween time. Mm. So I've just been drinking way more coffee. Oh, you stopped drinking alcohol? Yeah, yeah. Okay. No water. Oh, okay. No, I was <laughs> Or food. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I, I stopped drinking uh, alcohol. In in Halloween, I, I like to like to take breaks because I've been drinking yeah. since I was fifteen. Mm-hmm. Got you. And like like every weekend, you know. Yeah. And so every now and then I'll take a break. I'll go from like this date to this date. It'll be like thirty. The most I've gone without drinking was sixty days. Mm-hmm. Got you. And like I don't like to call myself an alcoholic, but I guess I am now that I stopped drinking. Got you. Because like. You like, start to see it. Yeah, yeah, and like, yeah. and no one, no one tells you to stop drinking if you're not a bad drunk. Right. You know what I mean? Like, if you're just always like the life of the it's party. So acceptable. Yeah. Accepted, yeah. Exactly. I, I always say, you know, like I, I never like did a hit and run or like or like fucking punch the guy when I was, or throw a brick through a window. Right. When I was drunk, I always like did just like slightly embarrassing things and like that's yeah. it. I mean, like so nobody's gonna tell you to stop. So I'm like, well, I gotta just like have my own breaks. So this time I stopped drinking on Halloween. I was like, now start drinking again on Christmas. Which is what I always do. I'll, I'll be this day and then I'll do it on my birthday or this yeah. day, that day. But this time I stopped drinking and I got really productive with the videos and yeah. they blew up. So I was, I was like, you know what? This is like, this is what happens in three weeks, dude. I'm gonna just not drink at all. Like, <laughs> and then I guess I have an addictive personality. I never thought I did. So like, cause like, see, yeah, yeah. Now instead of drinking, I'm just like editing videos like crazy at night and just drinking a bunch you. of coffee. So I'm yeah. like, so now I'm balance yeah. is key, and yeah. and it's something that we continue to learn forever. So yeah, my like... my my girlfriend always tells me that, but yeah. this I found out I think I was an alcoholic. She was like, "You gotta balance drinking." She's like, "Drink <clears throat> only Friday and Saturday, maybe." Yeah, and I was like, "All right, so I'll do that for like two weeks, mm-hmm. and yeah. then like the next like fun opportunity comes." My friends, I'm drunk on a Wednesday. Mm-hmm. You know, some it's, yeah. always, it's always on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, like when I was in in New York, like like I said, I don't work. I moved out there for comedy. Right now, I'm just spending like half my time just getting drunk. I'm like, dude, right. like, this is not why I moved out here. It's yeah. hard because that's like a part of the industry, though, because you're up late and then you just like hang out and party, or you're waiting for your like slot. Right, exactly. Um, but I know, like, like Nikki Glazer, she's like she totally she doesn't smoke, she doesn't drink or anything, and she's right. talked about like that journey of being like 
you know, a professional stand-up comedian and being, like, the drunk party girl and, like, sleeping with guys. And then when she stopped drinking, like, how different it was. Yeah, yeah. It's it's very... um... It's very clear, mm-hmm. you know, especially hanging out with my, my friends who who still drink and like which I mm-hmm. I'm not knocking them because I really wish I'm, yeah. I'm them, you know. I really <laughs> I really wish I could drink and go have a productive day the next day. But like right. no, I go to like the worst is like <laughs> just getting too drunk and the next day I'm like throwing up in a bag in my van. Right. You know, I'm just like oh I'm like what's what's with my life? Yeah. You know, yeah. I'm in my, uh, throwing up. Like mid thirties, yeah, like everything ch- in your body changes and you're just like like a couple drinks and like. The next day, you but you feel, feel like, like crap. poop for like yeah. the next three days. I'm yeah. like, this isn't worth it. Yeah, yeah that that's happened to me. I'm 27. That's happened. Okay. Oh. That's happened to me once, and I'm like, oh, dude, this is what it's gonna be like. The older I get, 35, it gets worse. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, it, it's terrible. But like, like now, I I think I, I keep saying that I don't know what I did in a past life, but like, I feel like the luckiest person in the world. No, I love that. Because like, like now I, I I I stopped drinking, and now. I'm like focused on goals, mm-hmm. right? Like that's like my new drinking. Like it's like right. I don't know what I did, dude. I've I've never had like a, a terrible boss. Yeah. And I've I got a great girlfriend, dude. Like I I've somehow wired to like pursue like my dreams. I mean, yeah. dude, I I don't know what I did in a past life that like I'm yeah. doing like I'm, I live how I want to live. Yeah. I'm like these are either like this my next life is gonna be shit, <laughs> <laughs> or something bad is waiting to happen. But like right now, like it's insane how uh, how I made the switch from like alcohol to just goals. That's no, no, normally, I feel like there's like a lull in between. Yeah. <laughs> right. And I mean, I think everything comes in waves and um, it's important to like, you know, be ready for anything. Um, yeah. But was... like, I, like, I'm I'm in a constant, um, like, I'm amazed. I say like this, this life I get to live. Like, right. you could either say you have to do things or you get to do things. And I think that like... Um, I think it's just like a matter of thankfulness. Um, I grew up like I was homeschooled and my, my, my mom made me kept, keep a journal and like every day I had to write oh, something nice. I was thank, thankful about. Yeah, yeah. And so like it was just drilled into my head probably from like nine to like 12 or 13 just like writing every day and it had to be something different every time. And oh, it's like, so it's like, okay, like how many different things can you be thankful for in a matter of four or five years? Like, oh. so now like it's just a matter of perspective of like, like, like how could you not go through something hard and still be totally fucking thrilled that like yeah. you get to go through it like yeah. even if it, even if it's something that's hard to do so there's no um I love I love hearing you say you know what yeah. like how you're experiencing your life but it's it's absolutely um when you're when you're doing something as like an artist and and entertainer or entrepreneur like you might not be an entrepreneur in in the same sense. I mean, you see your dad that like he built his business, but yeah, like, and you're building this. Um, but there is still so much like sense of entrepreneurship as you are building. You have to you have to be creative. You have to like understand like the methods of like whether it's TikTok, YouTube, um, you yeah. know, being doing the crowd work, studying people, right, uh, right. And what's funny, like like there are so many aspects of it that um, absolutely like parallel with like me where I have a printing business where I have to show up every day, you know, right. do this, like kind of create artwork and, um, yeah. And that's like, on you too. Right. You know, that's a hundred percent on you. Like no one's telling you to do it. Correct. Which I think is, it's the, it's the best part of it. Absolutely. Know? And once you, once you're kind of like on fire about it or like, um, the going through like a law is, is part of like understanding how much you're willing to do it, whether you're like, 
the good times can be great, but if right. if there's a bad time and you still do it, that's when you know you can push right. through and like keep going. And then like you just build from there and from that parts where like you might be kind of tested. Um, I feel like when people see that, whether they notice it or not, um, that's definitely where they'll recognize that like you're in it for, you know. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, there's a, um, like that, that's, I think that's huge, you know, because like, like sometimes I'll, I'll go, I'll wake up like at three in the morning, like whenever I do like, like random catering jobs. Yeah. Wake up at three. I'm like, I don't even know the fucking guy that owns this business. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? I'm getting up at 3 a.m. Or I, I worked at a car wash business, too, for like a while in New York. And I'm like, I would get up at 5, 4 in the morning. I was like, I don't even wake up for myself at 4 in the morning. Yeah. I'm doing it for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I was like, that's insane. Because like, I have like a really hard time getting up like before 10 sometimes because it's gotcha. not so late. Yeah. But like, when I got to work for someone, I'm like, I, why Why is it that, yeah, why is it that I, I don't want to let him down, but I'm yeah. okay with letting myself down? 100%. You know what I mean? So like, And then like that just, it just clicks. It, it clicks me even more when you're, for me when I'm sober. <laughs> yeah. You know I mean? Yeah, absolutely. So um I'm and and very similar, like I'm not against drinking, um or you know uh, me either. Any, any I, kind I, of recreational. Yeah, I fucking love it. Um, <laughs> right. Um I like I think together we kinda just stopped like I mean we'll have a drink here and there and it might be fun, but like overall it hasn't it, it's definitely been a like a big part of both of our lives i think but not yeah. like not in like a a way where like we had to be drinking it's just like a social aspect yeah to it. yeah um but like being being out and like not drinking and just still just um enjoying life like i i don't feel like there's been any negative impact like <laughs> yeah um, i like there's a you know nothing wrong with having a drink here and there mm-hmm. but definitely when it it bleeds into like if you are trying to do something for your life, yeah. Where you're you're trying to like build this, this um, you know. I, in my head, I think of it as a business, but for you, it's it's not as it's hard to it. It doesn't sound the same. Um, you're trying <laughs> well, to build this, uh, you know, career. Yeah. That, All right. Yeah. I guess. It, I guess it is. It is a business. I think. Right. Yeah. I mean, like like my little jokes now. You know, right. like businesses. I mean, not businesses. <laughs> individually. Product. Yeah, it's a product. You know, so yeah. like. Like people like also this is why I'm obsessing to over getting on stage a lot more because yeah. I f- eventually people are gonna come pay to see me yeah and I'm like the worst thing for me is to feel like they got ripped off hundred percent because they came to watch me and then I just sucked on stage because yeah. I I didn't put in the time going doing open mics or Chappelle or, or, was like you already paid I don't I don't <laughs> have to do anything for you <laughs> yeah ex- ex- you know I I just wanna so I I just wanna give like a great show yeah and like like that's my that's my that's my goal got you and my biggest fear too people yeah. come and be like oh this guy sucked. Especially well, I mean, if they knew me, if they didn't know me and they came to a comedy show, I want them to have a good time. Yeah. But if they're if they're not happy, I'm like, well, you didn't fucking, so you know, was, you didn't pay to see me. Yeah. <laughs> so that was interesting. Something that I learned about like um, curating art, like you when when uh, you're creating this experience where someone is gonna like walk into something and like how they're going to like see it, view it, and and like what you know, separating different things, putting things in different places and, and, you know, from the music to, uh, atmosphere, like all those different things that definitely play a part in, in, um, like how someone is going to receive. And when you go to an art show, you, you might just be thinking, you know, you walk in, you look at the art, you kind of look around and then you you leave or you hang right, out and you right. chat a little bit or whatever. But like you're, you have to curate, curate that experience. You know, you're, you're producing yeah. a, a set, and that that itself is a product, and you want to make sure that you know 
you can't control other people and how they feel and and there's going to be right. people that like it don't like it whatever um but i think as long as you stay kind of like on brand and you and you uh you know if you're if you're happy with the product right uh, <laughs> yeah, don't, yeah don't be too worried with what yeah, yeah. Um, I'm, I'm surprised you didn't come out being a, a comedian, being homeschooled. You think so? Yeah. I, I, think. I, I think that there's a... That's, we, that's interesting. When we first started dating and he... I can make her laugh. When he <laughs> told me that he was homeschooled, I was like, what? Like, he was the most normal homeschooled person right. in my life. And then she met me. And then and then we got to know each other. Like, she's like, ah, maybe not. Yeah, but <laughs> I, I think that that's good that your mom made you write down all, all that stuff. I think... Um, I think parents get like a not as much credit as they do because like I, you mm-hmm. know there's like the way I think now yeah. is the way they brought me up to the right. point like where I was I got in my van from my home in Paris to leave to New York yeah like before that they were like I was like tell me what, what to do in my life you know like you know like not 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 to do in my life like encouraging me to do whatever I want in my life yeah and then I tell them I'm gonna do this they're like oh oh what you know like that's insane <laughs> I'm like I'm like you you created me you like yeah. you like I thought I found something I liked and I went at it full force because yeah. you told me to go full force at anything I do yeah. And the so it's funny the day that I was gonna leave like um, I thought I was romanticizing it I was like dude I'm gonna like leave my driveway I'm gonna send a highway to hell by ACDC <laughs> just, ah, all the way you know yeah and it was it that no, was just sad you know like I just hugged my family and we're all crying and I was like ah oh. and I just drove away <laughs> oh. <laughs> just drove away in a van <laughs> black smoke coming out yeah of <laughs> <laughs> which is funny too because like I left I uh, I wrote it down so I wrote down uh, November eighteenth twenty twenty it was one of the day I was supposed to leave. But gotcha. then the whole pandemic happened or whatever. So I wrote down November 18th, 2021, uh, just be a New York comedian. And uh, everybody's like, why, you know, like, why'd you leave before Thanksgiving and the holidays? Yeah. And I'm like, I'm like, like I, was like, I didn't think about that <laughs> when I wrote down the date that I wanted to do it. Yeah. And it was funny because, like, um, that day that I left, there was no flight. You know, I was like, I got to go. My flight's leaving. No, it was it was just me. I was like, all right, guys, it's time yeah. for me to leave. Yeah. <laughs> And it was it was a very sad thing, but I think my my dad my my dad was the saddest too, mm. which is funny because we have that classic relationship where like we know we love each other but we don't know shit about each other. Okay. Yeah, yeah. You know, so like he he was like the saddest, uh, but he he understood for a quick second. He understood what I was doing was exactly what he did coming here from Mexico. Yeah. And building his own shit. Yeah. So like, me moving to New York and just doing my own yeah. thing it was what he did. But like. Throughout the whole time, it was just a bunch of passive aggressive. It was like, yeah. it was like you can stay here, you know. Yeah, there's a business you haven't made here. Yeah, you know. But like, for like a quick second, he, he was like, you know, it's very, uh, you know, you're doing exactly what I did. It's very scary. He's like, I understand. It's like, but you know, go, go at it full force. And like yeah. now, like when I visit, everybody's very happy. And like I'm, I'm, like I think the best thing that happened from the news that came out was that yeah. I got to show them. Right. You know, because if it wasn't if it wasn't for that, they're just like, ah, Frank is doing like a sting or whatever. Yeah. I'm like, now I'm like, look, look, I'm yeah. doing something. You right, know? yeah. Just showing them the pictures. We, you, yeah, go ahead. Oh, yeah. no, I was just going to say, are you bilingual? Like, did you yeah. speaking Spanish? I, I am bilingual, but I don't know how to be funny in Spanish. Oh, really? Yeah. So Why? Wh- I, I, like, how is it different? Oh, uh, dude. <laughs> well, Spanish humor, because like my, my type of humor is very observational, a lot of energy okay. and a lot of awkwardness, yeah. you know? In Spanish, I'm just, I, I don't know how to, I don't know timing. Mm. I don't know anything. Yeah. So that was the only uh, news interview that I turned down was from Spanish news outlets. Okay. Because I was like, this can only be bad. <laughs> Got you. Because Mexicans are very, very uh, critical and judgmental. Mm. Yeah. So I, I was like, oh, dude, I'm going to go on here with my speaking sp- like Spanish of a seven-year-old. Because that's when it's like mm. up until the age where I started learning English. Okay. Yeah. 
I was like, I'm gonna go up there with this like knowledge. I'm not gonna be funny. Everyone's everyone my family is gonna see it, like in from Mexico. Right. They're gonna be like, This guy, this guy is a comedian. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I I just did I just never got back to them. Mm-hmm. And then they uh they still did the article, which is I was very happy yeah. with the article. <laughs> That's interesting, like culturally how like different things are funny in different cultures. Like mm-hmm. um there's some like British comedians that i just don't think they're funny because i just don't get it like i don't yeah. get that type of humor or like what's the thing that you fly love? to the concords <laughs> fly to the concords fly to the concords what is this yeah and they're like uh is it australian or something new zealand oh, okay. um they're guys from new zealand and they are have like a band and they make like funny like songs like stories like so- it's like comedy story song like all right stuff yeah. and it's too like um and so they have a show that got picked up by HBO. This is probably 20 years ago now. Huh. Um, and they, it's about them and living in New York, and then they burst out into song. But it's not like in a musical way. It's a, like two nerdy dudes oh, like, right. singing yeah, yeah. songs about whatever. And so it, and I think it's it's the most hilarious thing I've ever <laughs> seen. And I, I think I put on like one or two episodes, and she was, she I did not laugh out. at all. <laughs> one. Like, who am I with? She did not pass the vibe test on that one. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely subjective comedy, yeah. right? And then, like, in, I, I try being funny in Spanish, like, with my people that I'm comfortable with. So I try to poke fun at them. Mm. But I just go overboard. And we're like, gotcha. Jesus, that was mean. Yeah. And I'm just like, ah, I thought it would be funny. Because, yeah. <laughs> like, in English, you know, like, you know how far you can go. Right. In Spanish, I just say, like, one curse word too, like, too far. Got you. Or one insult too far. And I'm just like, ah, this too guy. Too much, bro. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm just sitting there apologizing in Spanish. Got you. I mean, so, I mean, sometimes a bad press can be good. Because good, um, yeah. at least it gets people talking. But I, personally, I'd rather have the good. Oh, uh, yeah. Too. So yeah, you're I, me. I understand. <laughs> yeah. I get that. Yeah, yeah. And me too. New York Post and uh, Fox Fox News, and <laughs> they were very harsh on me, which I thought it was I thought it was hilarious though. Yeah. That um, because I, I feel like Fox only did it because like NBC thought it was cool. Got you. So I'm pretty sure if hey, like look Fo- at this thing that's not cool. Yeah, so I'm pretty sure if Fox would have got a hold of me first, NBC would have done the same thing. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, this guy sucks. <laughs> and then you. and then New York Post. Uh, did I say this already? How long have I been here? No, <laughs> no, no, yeah. Go ahead. New York Post, like, they dropped, like, a nice article and a slander article on me. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I already oh, said that? You kind of mentioned it, yeah. Oh, all right, sorry. <laughs> sorry. I, I haven't eaten too much today. <laughs> I had one slice of carrot cake. Gotcha. We'll, we'll get you some food. Um, we're gonna be, so we're going to be wrapping up. Um, if you uh, if you can give us any, like, um, like any, how can people find you? Like, imagine people have never heard of you before. Yeah, yeah. Um, like, social media... Um, I try not to like say too many as far as like dates and stuff go, but um, probably for the year is fine. But I I consider that people are going to be listening to this five years later, so <laughs> I try not to like um, right. date ourselves too much. Um, but if you're going to be in New York uh, for basically all of 2024 or right. after that, that's that's where you'll they'll find you. Um, California before that and. Um, yeah, any last words or anything you want to throw in there? Uh, geez, I feel like you're going to kill me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> any last words? Some food. Uh, <laughs> some poisoned food. <laughs> um, yeah, I'll be in New York. Uh, New York bounce back and forth from New York and California. Hopefully on the road by then. So Okay. Um, I'll post like uh, road dates on my Instagram story. Sweet. And then uh, my daily vlogs will be on TikTok. Like, okay. I'll right there, I'll put like goals. I started doing daily goals too. So yeah, people yeah, could like follow that. along. To, oh, let me just say this. Like, uh, I, I feel another thing. Why I feel like, like lucky. I feel like I'm um, like people are having like a positive response to what I'm doing. So I'm like, 
dude, like this is tight. We can just do this together. We can all have goals. So yeah. you know, I, I don't know. I, I don't know what, like, I don't know what happened. Yeah. That like I'm like I feel like I'm helping people and people because people are like rooting me on for my goals. I'm like, dude, yeah. fucking let me root you on. Do your shit. You yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 I don't know. It's a beautiful thing. Um. So I love that. yeah. So so TikTok for like daily vlogs and I put like daily goals and weekly goals if you want to follow that. Uh, Instagram for like sketches and just like. I don't post that much on Instagram. I post like stand up every now and then, okay. and then YouTube for like longer form vlogs and my my podcast. I don't know how to put it on Spotify yet. Gotcha. <laughs> I can help you. All right, yeah. yeah. So uh, YouTube from like my Spotify. I mean, sorry, YouTube for my podcast. Keep yeah. on trucking podcast, and then just Frankie Oi on everything. Frankie is spelled with the I O I H O Y. Love it. Yeah. Awesome. And um, you go go ahead. Do you want to say a little outro? I just wanted to thank you for your time. Thanks for coming out no, here. Thank you for having so me. so cool. Yeah, yeah. No, this is fun. We booked a studio for until for the two to four, so I, I just didn't want to run over. That's why. Oh, okay. No, I really, I'm like, oh, we're kind of getting close, so we should wrap it up. And we'll do we'll we'll definitely look forward to doing like a part two at some point. Yeah, yeah, of course. If you stop through Pittsburgh or if we're in New York. Yeah, yeah. Um, we'd love to Hi. pick it up and, and, you know, chat again. So, yes. um, and for people listening, uh, thank you. It's it's a it's an honor to be able to um, do what we love in life, and uh, and this is definitely one of the things that I enjoy doing, putting people on, and like like what Frankie was just saying, like um, I think that rising tides raise all ships. So like if you if I have something, and I am in a, a spot, and like without having to do anything, um, like maybe even financial, but like the, if I could put someone on and let them gain, um, you know, a little bit more, whatever business that they are, um, or creative or whatever, if we could share, if I have a a following and, you know, there's a few hundred people that are are listening and then there's yours and then, you know, you share it on yours and then you have yours and then they start following me. and And, and so it goes both ways. And, and, um, doing like an interview format I think has been um, a really great way to kind of highlight the people that I work with or or people that I, I see that they're doing something and I'm like oh that you know the people that are interested in me and what I'm doing should know about this too so yeah um, it's it's cool to be able to do that so for the people that are listening thank you uh, very much and and share this with a friend if you want to and and uh, we, we appreciate you listening uh, check out the rest of our stuff and, and go over to Frankie's stuff. Um, so you can find us everywhere for the podcast. It's thoughtful discussions with Josh Snyder and that's Snyder with an I. And then my personal um, best way to reach me would probably be my Instagram, Josh Snyder 86. And then our business, it's a printing business called PGH print ship and uh, PGH print ship.com. Uh, check us out. We do all types of printing. Uh, our main lane has been more like art, like fine art printing. And uh, we've been doing a lot of stuff for different like art, um, like art based uh, art reproductions and, and things like that. But we do copies and business cards and brochures and and T-shirts. And, you know, we do it all. We have a lot of fun with it. And we're, we're constantly, you know, changing things up and and developing, you know, getting better, bigger, better equipment and and, uh, you know, working on things. So. We're, we're having a lot of fun with that. We'd love for your support there. Check us out. And, um, yeah, so thank you so much. Uh, and go definitely check out Frankie. <laughs> yeah, thank you. you <laughs>